Hey everybody, it's YBAB Black Techies back for another episode. How's everybody doing? I'm Cashley, back with my wonderful co-host Greg. Hey, hey. What's going on, Greg? Not much, just another week in paradise. Just yeah. Living the dream. <laughs> living the dream. Um, yeah. Boy, just been a really weird week, I, I will say that. Um, it was... Weird for me because I have a sinus infection, so I'm going to try not to like talk too much. But mm-hmm. like work wise, it's been a very weird week. I, I think I told you in the text group about yeah everything going on at work. So I don't want to kind of like go back into it. But the the long and the short of it is when the people who actually have the knowledge tell you things, more than likely you should yeah. listen. Um, yep. there's no, there's nothing worse than having to have to prove to your coworkers, your knowledge about something because they're ignorant about it. I mm-hmm. absolutely hate that shit. Yeah, absolutely. hate it. Um, I won't say too much about that, but yeah, let me just say, um, let the people who have the knowledge tell you about it, especially when they've had to do the research. Um, and I, this is going to sound crazy to say, but when you have um, coworkers or people that are white, um, I hate them, be the bearer back. And it was just like, you, you're always you're <laughs> perpetually trying to like tell them like, yo, you know your shit. Uh, more importantly, if you do the research. Right. Um, yeah. I've been, you know, at a firm before, like a law firm before, and it was always kind of like sure sources, right? Um, so yeah. what I do is I send links, I send screenshots. I, I'm one of those people because... If you're not going to believe me at face value for my words, here's the evidence behind it. The issue is even like this week I was told, oh, don't just don't send us the screenshots of it. Like, I'm like, so what the fuck do you want? You don't listen to when people tell you things. You don't abide by the links. You don't abide by the photos and the evidence. So what what do you want? Um, I'm almost at that point where I'm just going to ask him, like, Yo, is, is it ever going to be good enough? with what i give you and i'm sure it's a mm-hmm. test to see like you know everything is a test when it comes to white people white women in particular and mm-hmm. they feel as yeah. though they know a lot and th- they do um but this week kind of challenged me to honestly just speak up and vocalize on it and i was about five minutes close to saying like i think i know what i'm talking about um and i said it right. with little or less you know a little or less words and i think they got the point because I know my boss was like, hey, like, I'll look at, you know, the project that you're doing over the weekend because I got a headache and it's been a long week. And I told her, I was like, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. (laughs) Because now her and I are on the same page where she's like, oh, he's getting the hang of this. And I think what happened was she was expecting it to be a like six to eight month, like, oh, he's got to get his feet wet. I'm like, no, like, I'm not 18 and this is my first job. Like, you have to adapt quick because regardless of what they tell you when you start a new job, like, Oh yeah, you know, take your time to learn the things that shit's cute for like 90 days. And then after they're like, well, why the fuck don't you get it? Like, you know, you kind of like, they have a hands-off approach after that. And I don't want to be at that point where it's like, I'm waiting for them to figure shit out. And then they're like, Oh, well, you know, Greg had 90 days to figure it out. And now the pressure's on. Like, so now I'm doing the reverse. I'm pressuring them with the knowledge that I have, which is mm-hmm. crazy to think about, but it's true. Uh, outside. What about you? Um, not too much going on in the workspace. Um, just same old, same old, pretty much. It's still a big learning experience, even a year into the role. So that, I think that's always good because you still want to always be challenged. You always want to know that there's more to learn. So that's, that's always a good thing. But, uh, shout out to SMK Bigger. Thank you for listening. Um, I see you got a voice note there, so we'll play that real quick. Yo, shout out to y'all, man. Greg and C, what's going on? Cashly, what's going on? Um, yo, I don't, I don't know too much about tech, you feel me? But I'm loving the um, the chatbots. What are they called? Um, uh man, I can't oh, even think of the name Jack, of them shits right Jack now, Jack but I'm loving them. All the AI, the AI art shits, I'm loving that. Yeah, I think you're referring to Chat GP. Yeah, Chat GPT. 
<laughs> I think this I haven't looked at it in like a few weeks, but yeah, I think that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I, I said something in the group chat. It is more wrestling related, how uh, a wrestling uh creator went to chat yep. GP and pretty much answered <laughs> <laughs> To see who's the best promotion, WWE or AEW, and, and the mm-hmm. chat was so funny. So, <laughs> so yeah, everybody can kind of get involved with the uh, the chat GPT. So, yeah. yeah, but yeah, definitely check out the show that we did last week because we we talked a great deal about AI and actually we played the show and it we got really deep. Mm-hmm. We really did. Did you have a chance to, to play it back yet? Yeah. Oh, I played it back. I listened to. It. I was like, hey, like even like today, I was looking up like apps that have Chat GDP, and none of them are official. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of them are kind of like scams. To be honest, I'm looking for a way to actually just start looking up Chat GTP on my phone. Like I know there's probably like a website or something. I just need to like dive into it because I, I want to learn about it before it gets too late. And then we're like everybody who said that they were going to learn how to code, and then they never did. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, uh, bigger definitely check out uh, last week's episode. You can find it on wherever you get um, your podcast. So definitely check that out. But yeah, we're not gonna hold y'all for too long. Uh, I think after last week's show, that was pretty heavy. So it's like, dang, I don't yes, know sir. who's come up to top that. So, <laughs> but yeah, there is a lot going on in tech news. So we're definitely gonna give y'all some of the rundown and our thoughts on the different things that's been going on. Um, one in particular, YouTube is getting more into podcast management. And um, I know, Greg, you sent this article and I was kind of going through it and I thought it was really interesting. So according to YouTube, uh, they're going to make it easier for creators to distribute their podcasts on YouTube. We're running an experiment that allows you to create a podcast or set an existing playlist as a podcast within studio. Mm. interesting okay so i guess i'm curious that has how that would work so an existing playlist so is that something you may have recorded somewhere else and you can upload it on youtube as a podcast or i guess that's I, a I believe so. I yeah i believe so i think the issue that presents itself for youtube is it's an uploaded like it's uploadable content so even though they have a live feature there's no like um collaboration tool when it comes to youtube you can't go live with another youtuber and do a live podcast like we're doing on stereo there's no option for mm. that. um oh wow so you know unless they allow that i i just see it as it would work for certain podcasts now there's gonna be a lot mm-hmm. of people who take offense to it because they've had podcasts that started and ended on youtube because mm-hmm. youtube pretty much silenced them. They went against the terms and conditions or they said something that they weren't supposed to say. Um, I'll give you like an example. Um, Alex Jones, for example, Um, he was on YouTube, started a podcast and everything. And they completely like banished him from the platform. Conspiracy theories are like not, uh, they're not deemed like acceptable on YouTube. So for us, like we're a podcast and we curse. Yeah. Yeah. Like we curse. So, what happens to those podcasts that aren't PG or PG 13? Like what happens when you curse a little bit? Are you going to be demonetized? And that's always scared, you know, our fellow podcasters because it's like, we're not able to like have a full voice. And especially mm-hmm. if you're a black creator, YouTube don't treat you the same. Like if you're not, uh, you know, already popular, like MKBHD or your average consumer or, like uh, smoking and grilling with AB, for example, right? Like he's a very popular mm. black chef, but when it comes to like niches and stuff, he's one of maybe five that I know of. But mm. then, so now I think what's happening with YouTube is they're trying to figure out how to keep people off of TikTok, and you know everybody has a podcast. Oh, okay. So like, oh, let's just let's give people the ability to podcast. So it's like. What is the ability? Do they have like stereo where you can just pull out your phone, talk to a friend, it can be recorded and now it's content. Because if they do right. that, then I would do it because, you know, for us, we all have phones, we all have YouTube. And even though stereo is a really nice platform, like YouTube has a better reach. Imagine what they could do with that. 
But I feel like it's a deflection now that they have the new CEO. So that's number one. And two, oh yeah, something something's happening with uh, the whole TikTok thing. What they might be doing podcast next you never know like we might in a week oh. be talking about hey tiktok ha- is also announcing the ability to podcast and yeah. save audio um but if po- i'm sorry if youtube is going about the way of just allowing you to have a podcast and then it's just directly on youtube there's no way to save that like that file and send it off for editing or something like that it's, yeah it's not a podcast it's just you know visual audio it's you know, you creating content on YouTube. It's like any other video you've seen on there, which could be good or bad. So I'm just not really a fan of it right now. I just feel like they're grasping at straws to figure out what's going to work on TikTok. I'm yeah. sorry, on YouTube. And nothing's worked yet. So we'll see what the CEO does. Yeah. And um, and also, in addition to the podcast uh, ability added to YouTube, YouTube's also testing new podcast analytics which will Mm -hmm. provide podcast-specific performance insights, making it easier to measure your podcast content in separation from your video uploads. So Mm -hmm. I I think that's something else that a lot of podcasters really take seriously, and that's their performance. Like who, how many people are tuning in, where they're tuning in from, which piece of content do they react to the most. So it's good that they're adding that particular part of it because you know like i said a lot of people want to know how they're performing and this is all on the uh, website social media today and the name of the Mm -hmm. article is youtube test podcast management options in youtube studio by andrew hutchinson just for you know the to be scholarly gotta cite our sources and where we're getting things from so facts yeah um next up uh, we have decentralized Twitter alternative blue sky launches in private beta. And this mm-hmm. article is also by Andrew Hutchinson. Now you told me you, you were actually on this platform. Now, yes. h- how is it? Honestly, like it's like version one of Twitter. Uh, I'm working on getting all of us like access to it. Uh, it's the first platform I can mm. comfortably say I have my name on it. My name is simply like at Greg on like blue sky ah, and mm-hmm. it was like it's something that it's unique to me which is great but i want us to be able to have a platform in the event that twitter does die um we say this every week like oh it may not be going anywhere um but with everything that's happened and i'm sure we'll talk about it like later on twitter is not for long when it comes to being a social platform that's deemed like accepted by businesses ad space and more importantly, the, the changing of the times when it comes to chat GTP and, you know, AI. And more importantly, like now people like to have those conversations, but pick who can see them and pick when they're available to people. Twitter is just like, OK, you throw right. it out there. Anybody can see it. Um, and Mastodon, which you know, I talked about like last week at like length. Yeah. Like, they try to do the identity of having a Twitter like profile, but having like silos when it comes to different groups and rooms. So you can sign up on a server on Mastodon, but you pick it at the beginning. Uh, Blue Sky doesn't work like that. Mm. You sign up and the entire platform is open to you and you can just move around with your, and it's like having an email, but being able to email everybody, which to me, that is, yeah, it's like, that's what mattered to me. So my ad is like at greg.bluesky.social, which somebody was like, that's a long name for a username. I was like, that's why I wanted to have my unique, like, at Greg. Like, imagine if, right. you know, 17 years ago when people were, like, still on Yahoo Mail and people were like, oh, I'm not, I'm not using Google, I'm not using Gmail. I'm like, yeah, but everybody's, like, that's where we're going. That's where we're transitioning to. And people could have, right. like, I could have gotten at, you know, greg at gmail.com or even, like, Greg Austin at gmail.com. Yeah. I didn't even get a chance to do that because I decided to wait until, what, four years after because I was holding on to AOL, holding on to Yahoo. And a lot of people oh, are yeah. holding on to Twitter. And while Twitter's still, to me, the top of the line when it comes to social media, there has to be something coming. And the reason why I say mm-hmm. that is because, <coughs> excuse me, every other platform is scrambling on how to innovate. And it's hard to innovate social media when social media is at its peak. Um, between 2018 and 2022, people did the most interactions 
the most engaging that they've done in years. Uh, people that have never met had conversations, best friends became best friends because of stuff like this. But the difference now is, <laughs> excuse me, social media is not a, at a standstill. It's like people just want to have like individualized conversations, but they want to have it on a platform that's one, safe, two, decentralized, and three, something that just is not a, a bunch of like made up bullshit. Um, Twitter's become that. Twitter's become a place where there could be, you know, trending tweets that from people that you don't follow. And when you look at the person's profile, it's like, oh, they've had a Twitter profile since November 2022, but they have 117 followers. Those are bots. Yeah. Those aren't actual real people. Those are people right. that either pay for followers or people who are just honestly mm-hmm. being pushed on, you know, on you as a social media follower. And the reason why I say that is because. That's right. We we talked about two episodes, I believe, about the AI and yeah. photos where there yeah. was the woman who she was not even a real person. And people thought, oh, she's like she exists. She didn't exist. Yeah. Like AI created this person out of like vapor and she was tweeting yeah. and she was like being something and she wasn't even a real person. So imagine a lot of these trending tweets that you see that you engage with. It's like, oh, they're just pulling out of like thin air and creating this content. Which to me is kind of fucked up because in my head, I know it's going to sound fucked up to say, but there's some white person behind that keyboard talking all that black shit to you and you're yeah. it's resonating with you. And it's like, yo, but no, like Sally is behind that. Like right, Sally is yeah. definitely the one doing that. So I, I just, when I see Blue Sky, I see opportunity. And there yeah. are a lot of platforms that have tried. I'll just list off two. Mastodon, I've talked about that enough. I'm not going to go into it. All I will say is, it failed at the one thing that it shouldn't, which is signing up. If your sign in, pro- mm-hmm. if your sign up process is too convoluted, nobody's going to care. <laughs> Excuse me. It took me eleven minutes to sign up for Mastodon. Mastodon has been out wow. since October. The numbers have dropped. Outside of the numbers dropping, like the only people that are on Mastodon are people who were pissed off at Elon and they, they ran into a cave, which is Mastodon and mm. are hoping that that's going to be the one to take off. Blue sky doesn't do that. Blue sky is owned and operated by Jack who created what Twitter. So he knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. So that. yeah. <laughs> Two, it's simple sign up process. Pick your name, whatever. Right now it's like invite only get your invite. Right. You move on in, you see the platform. Number three, which is the most important, Blue Sky has an app that works. Mastodon mm-hmm. has an app, but anybody will tell you Mastodon's app is garbage and all the third-party apps that are available for it have some type of paid tier because the creators are nothing, and I hate to say this, but like this is different between techs, like techies and people who enjoy technology and fucking geeks. Like th- These are actual geeks. Um, they, how can I put it? A guy created a app for Mastodon, right? Created it mm-hmm. as a platform, as a free app. Only to, when he launched the app, created a paid tier. So you have to pay $24.99 a month, not a month, a, uh, a year to use this app. And I'm like, but the platform itself is free. And the excuse is, oh, well, the development of the app and blah, 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 blah. Instant turn off. <laughs> One, if I have to use an app for, I'm sorry, if I have to use a third party app for something, I, I imagine paying like seven to nine dollars. I did that with Tweetbot. Yeah. I was like, okay, Tweetbot, cool. I'll pay the seven to nine dollars. It's a one time purchase. Boom. But now everything is so subscription based. You have to gauge yeah. if you want to really pay a subscription for an app for a platform that's free. That's like right. YouTube, and I get YouTube has a bunch of like ads and stuff like that. They do offer it, but they don't completely take away the ability to use the platform from you right. unless you pay. So mm-hmm. that's, that's where right. Mastodon has failed. Blue Sky, for now, from what I know, is free. <laughs> Excuse me. It's free. It works. It looks relative, like relatively similar to how version one of Twitter looked, and it cuts all the bullshit. Mm-hmm. The time, the timeline is chronological, which everybody appreciates being able to see the same shit in the order yeah. that you wanted to see it in. And for me, yeah. like comparatively, like 
that's what I want. So in a year when I'm on Blue Sky, we're on Blue Sky, I just like, yeah, Twitter's still there. We can go back to there if we need to. Because not everybody's going to jump on Blue Sky or Mastodon or something yep. like that as long as they mm-hmm. have Twitter. But yeah. if like the outages from Twitter and everything that's happened this week with Twitter is an yeah. indication, like we could see like Twitter gone in like six months. And yeah. I, I really mean that shit. Like it's it's looking really bad. So I, I'll land there. Yeah, and and I definitely agree. And I definitely want to add on the fact that um, if you're one of those creators that has created your business through the means of Twitter or on either on any social media platform for that matter, but especially Twitter, if you're probably looking around and thinking, okay, what can I do next? And I think searching for viable options like a blue sky will really help you so that you won't have that lapse in your business because a lot of people making money off of social media. So, you know, the fact, especially Twitter. So the fact that, you know, he must kind of tore down the way he has, Mm -hmm. it really has affected a lot of people's bottom line. But Mm -hmm. uh, the article did go into a little more detail as far as how Mm -hmm. blue sky is going to work. So, Mm-hmm. The beta version of Blue Sky uses authenticated transfer protocol to facilitate a federated and decentralized social network. Um, however, there seems to be some crit- uh, some criticizing about that. But the idea is that Blue Sky will eventually provide a Twitter version that puts more control in the hands of users in regards mm-hmm. to algorithms, moderation and UX. And you mm-hmm. did mention algorithms because that's one thing that's kind of bothering me about Twitter. It's like mm-hmm. nothing's in order anymore. It's like I'm seeing things either from yesterday or I'm seeing yep. something from like two minutes ago. It's like I it's like what happened as of like exactly. a minute ago and then go and however either ascending or descending, however I said it. It's like Twitter is really all over the place at this yeah. point. So it's like you're not sure what you're getting from today or what you're getting from yesterday. So that's the part that's really mm-hmm. you know, bothering me about Twitter and you know the article does go into uh, how uh, Blue Sky would be more user friendly and actually compares it to Mastodon, which shows mm-hmm. that these centralized processes are not entirely intuitive. Mm-hmm. But you know it gives you more control, but it's not really yep. user friendly. So people still want that plug and play approach to yep. social media. I sign up for like a few minutes and then I boom, I'm on the platform. So that's exactly. what people want mostly. Yeah, but yeah. I'll, say this, I'll say this really quick when it comes to myself. I, I hate being this guy, and I, I hate that. Well, I don't say hate. I hope I'm not wrong about Mastodon, but everything about it just indicates like a nerd platform. And as a, yeah. a, a self-proclaimed nerd, like it, it's just one of those things where it's like even nerds. There's like classism in nerds, and right. when when and if people decide to go over to uh mastodon for example they're going to be judged by nerds well, why are you guys over here like we were so comfortable uh-huh. when it was quiet when when there was less noise and it's like well what'd you think everybody was going to come to because right. remember when twitter was you know just their silo and was it uh 2007 2008 before yeah. it went public and everybody's like oh great like we have a place to you know get our immediate thoughts out mastodon is just going to be it's going to go the way of app.net I, I, ha- right. I hate saying that. Like for anybody who knows what app.net is, it was supposed to be the the Twitter for people who hated Twitter or the people who were tired of how Twitter looked. Because at once you know, one upon you know, once upon a time Twitter didn't have these innovations like, you know, what like this is before TwitPic, this is before uh, a lot of the things that now are like present in Twitter. So App.net, it was a subscription base. So it was, I think, I think $4 a month. Right. And people were like, wait, I'm not paying $4 a month. And this happened in maybe 2012. It died by 2014. It, it lived mm-hmm. a, long, a long shelf life in the terms of that. But it was bad. It was like historically yeah. bad because if we're going to pay for a platform, one, it needs to be established. And two, I need to have people there. I don't want to be on a platform where my friends aren't. I don't want, like... I just I want to be able to meet new people that are just embracing the fact that it's new. I can handle the troll. I just can't handle 
like a lot of racism, a lot of misogyny, and more importantly, just right. a platform that just looks ugly. Um, that's mm-hmm. why I know I have campaigned for Blue Sky till I'm blue in the face, but I, I think Blue Sky for now is a platform that's not in competition with Twitter because it is Twitter. It's <clears throat> excuse me, it is made by the person who created Twitter. So I trust that if he could be successful with Twitter, why the fuck couldn't he be successful at Blue Sky? And that's the best way I can present it to anybody. It's just being like, if if you want Twitter to be what it used to be, go to a platform that's attempting to be Twitter with less noise, which is Blue Sky. If you want to, ha- you know, have your friends that are on Twitter go all go to a platform because you want to have like a a, a group or like a a niche group, Mastodon. Yep. If you want to go and just have a group chat, iMessage, group, uh, what is it, group me. Or Telegram, yeah, um, mm-hmm. and that—that's also another option nobody ever speaks on—is like the Telegrams of the world. There are going to be a lot of groups yeah. that are on Telegram. Like I'm in plenty of groups on Telegram, and I—I yeah. I love the navigation of it. It just—it feels Nate. It feels like what WhatsApp. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's supposed to be. Like, what they strive to be before they were purchased by Meta. And I, I will always use Telegram. I paid for it once upon a time. I don't anymore because I didn't see the value in it. And I have yeah. a really bad problem with like subscription fatigue. Everything doesn't yeah. need a subscription. And that was my right. reasoning yeah. for canceling that. But when it comes to, you know, just any social media platform right now, the one that's like intrigued me is Blue Sky. Everything else is like, mm-hmm. I've tried it. And it could be the newness. You know how everybody's like, they have that honeymoon phase. I might just be in the honeymoon phase. But it also, like, when you get the invite, you'll understand the same way I understood. It was like, oh, this is what I'm used to. Like, I'm used to making the shit simple. Allow me to post, make a photo or video or something like that. Post it and let it be what it is. Like, right. that, that's what I missed. Twitter, it didn't allow that. Twitter now is like, you open the app and it feeds you negativity to the point where you don't want to speak. Right. And yep. that, that that's always yep. been my thing with Twitter over the past like three or four years. It's like, I don't know if what I'm going to say is going to go viral for the wrong reasons. But the thing is, right. I'm also a little bit older where I don't want to go viral. I want to be able to say what I need to say <laughs> right. without somebody having an opinion about what I have to say. Now, right. this is obviously the block feature and everything, but I'm too old to be blocking people. I, I just like, okay, you said how you felt and that's cool. But I have no say so yeah. like in that. You can just be who you are without being in my space. So right. anybody who is interested, I'm gonna say right now, go on like Twitter and just type in like blue sky invite and you'll find codes. Um and then I'll reach out to our folks about like the codes for us so we can all get on there so we can have our names because yeah. in a year I'm gonna be sitting there like, damn, we had that episode of Black Techies in March. And it's March 2024, and guess mm-hmm. what? Twitter's gone. You know where everybody tried to yep. run to? Right there. So, mm. yeah, yeah. But uh, also in more techie news, uh, before we get to the TikTok, which is the TikTok ban, which could be coming, is that that's pretty big? Um, ransomware is back in the news. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> More companies and, and agencies are getting hit by ransomware. So Bleeping Computer actually reported, well, they reported a bunch of them, but there's two that actually kind of stood out to me. One is uh, Dish Network conform- confirms ransomware attack behind multi-day outage. And that was on February 28th. Uh, Bleeping Computer reported that the widespread outage hit Dish.com, the Dish Anywhere app, Boost Mobile. And any other websites and networks owned and operated by Dish Network. Companies, customers have also reported that the company's call center phone numbers were unreachable. Yikes. 
Mm. Now, what's interesting is that Dish Network <laughs> initially blamed the network and service outage on VPN issues. However, it first reported by Bleepy Computer, an internal memo sent to Dish employees seen by us, Bleepy Computer, stated that the outage was caused by an outside bad actor, a known threat agent. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, Dish Network also confirmed that the threat actor stole data from its compromised systems, potentially containing personal identification, identification, but failed to mention if it belonged to employees, customers, or both. I mean, of course it did. Of course, it, it, personal information, it, it could have been anybody. So... I don't. I don't understand. Um, I, I think number one, what's really interesting about these things is that the lens that companies will go through to try to cover their tracks to make it seem like no, they haven't been attacked. When you have, and and you do owe that to not only your customers but also your employees, because there's a lot of personal information that are stored within internal servers, um, at least that have to be protected and ransomware then that means that somebody either had to have clicked on something or a firewall may have been down some some system defense was down that allowed this threat actor to get through so i don't know it it just seems like these these occurrences are happening way too frequently for cybersecurity to be such a hot topic and it's like it, it's always the biggest companies, the biggest agencies, and things like that. And the fact that they try to hide it from their employees and they kept they were kept in the dark isn't isn't good at all. But the next issue of ransomware hit the U.S. Marshal Service. They're investigating a ransomware attack, um, including data theft. So the U.S. Marshal Service, of course, is a bureau within the Justice Department that provides support to all elements of federal justice system by executing federal court orders, seizing illegally obtained assets, and safety of government witnesses. So this is pretty serious now. If they were hit by a ransom attack and there was a data leak, that means if you were in some sort of witness protection program, is your info now out there? Have, has your cover been now blown? Like... <laughs> This is wild, you know. Um, that is nuts. <laughs> it, it is, right? So, I, I don't know. And and I think according to the article here, it, it, it did say that if you are in some sort of witness protection program, then you were not affected because they didn't gain access to that particular database. But, I mean, we can't really believe that, right? So, you know, like I said, it's hitting agencies that shouldn't be hitting. It's hitting companies that shouldn't be hitting. It's like cybersecurity here in the U.S. still isn't a big enough deal to me. And, and that's a problem. Um, whether it's, you know, credit credit companies like Equifax or TransUnion, they're getting hit. And they're having to pay, like, settlements out. Whether it's Dish Networks where... Everything, including cell phone service, because that was Boost Mobile. They were impacted by it as well. Customers couldn't get through all of that. I I don't know. It, I, I don't know. It's like I'm I'm really at a loss for words when I see these instances because, like I said, there has to be a defense lack somewhere. Mm -hmm. There has to be a gap somewhere, or somebody's clicking on something. Like that's yep. still an issue too. Like employees are still clicking on email attachments that they shouldn't yep. be clicking on. And if that's the case, what protocol does that company have in place to say, okay, you clicked on something now, let's quickly remediate it so that it doesn't get out of hand like exactly. this. Because exactly. of course, ransomware, the attackers have your personal data and now they're charging you to get it back. That's Damn. pretty much what they're doing. So it sounds like these companies are, are are willing to risk their reputations just to yeah. not pay these ransoms. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, with, with confidence, like my employer, they um, had a we had a meeting, say like a just a team meeting. We have it every like two weeks or so, and they had spoke on like 
scams and like basically being mm. approached. Like you would, you would get a text message that right. seems as though it's coming from a coworker when it's not. Yeah. They know the coworker's name right. and they say who they are. They know who you are. And they're, you know, sending these links that you unwilling, you know, unknowing are clicking and boom, mm-hmm. you're hacked. And yeah. we, we just have to be cognizant of like the things that we click on. Um, I, I hate to be that person, but like, yo, if you, if you don't know them, don't answer them. Like text messages, phone, like I, I will call a phone That's number right. back before I answer or click a link in a text message. Sometimes I, I know yeah. this sound crazy and hear me out. I will go and like not copy and paste the link. I will go and write down the link and I'll type in the first couple letters in incognito. Right. Just to see. And if it's a dead mm-hmm. link or if it just, you know, it just feels like phishing or something like that, then I just don't even bother. But the one thing I don't right. do is click unknown links at all. Yep. 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 And, and that's definitely the way to go. And, and my employer has something similar where they'll do like phishing, uh, phishing exercises. So they'll send out some bogus email. Mm-hmm. And see if you click on it. And if you click on it, it'll take you to that web page and say this was a phishing simulation. You clicked on the link. If this was a real link, this would this could be what happens. And you would put the firm at risk. So those kind of things are really good. And also having like different um different courses or I guess kind of like round table meetings or whatever kind of stressing the importance of cybersecurity and protecting um, not only company information, but also internal information and also customer information. Because like I said, these kinds of things really damage a reputation and can cost a, a company millions and not to mention fines from uh, like the SEC or any other government regulation that kind of oversees this kind of thing. So there's that part too. Mm. But uh wanna get into the main event of um tech articles and and that's the supposed or proposed US TikTok ban. Um mm. and it's stemmed from an article that you also sent uh called US TikTok ban moves a step closer. With Biden mm-hmm. giving the approval to rule on the app, um, and this is all on social media today by Andrew Hutchinson. So um, he he kind of reports there's a uh, uh, more bad news for TikTok with the U.S. House mm-hmm. Affairs Committee today voting to give President Joe Biden the power to ban the Chinese-owned app if he deems such a move necessary. Amid ongoing security discussions around its potential connection to the CCP, which I believe is the Chinese Communist Party. Now, um, now the White House already announced a full ban on TikTok on government-owned agent, uh, government-owned devices. Sorry, um, which is also similar to other states which have banned the app on government devices. The European Union and Canadian officials have also follow suit as well and of course if everyone's been kind of watching the news we know why this is so why this is so significant but i think it, it kind of goes back to what we kind of talking about with twitter kind of going down at at any time we know it's coming and that's the people who make their money as content creator on tiktok and there are so many so many people are making thousands upon hundreds of thousands a month like literally became millionaires off of tiktok so this could throw a real big monkey wrench in a lot of people's operations if they shut down tiktok um i think that the uh sentiments i've seen kind of ranged from yeah this could be really bad for content creators or, you know, there's people on the other side that say it's a good thing. People spend too much time on TikTok, especially kids. Mm-hmm. So it's like the 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 opinions vary, right? Yeah. Um, I think one thing that has always been a constant is the security um, 
I guess, issues that may arise yeah. with TikTok, like their ability to listen in on your conversations, which honestly, we know all devices are doing that. I think exactly. we're, we're, we're at a time where we're adults. We can admit that we have devices that are listening into us. We're sitting mm-hmm. in front of smart TVs. We have Alexas. We have smartphones that have web browsers that store cookies, which literally tracks what we're viewing and then kind of shows different content based on that. So I'm not even going to go down that road of we're being spied on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, um, I, I'll, I'll say this really quick. Yeah. Um, I don't understand the need to ban TikTok, but for the people who are scared, you should be. And the people who aren't scared is because they did the right thing. They didn't just make TikTok their home. Anybody right. who wants to be a creator or a creative knows one thing. Be where people are. Don't just create static content for YouTube. Don't just create right. just for TikTok. When I was doing my videos on YouTube, and I still do them, just took a little break. My issue was I wasn't seeing the benefits of my labor. I'm going and doing this editing. I'm doing this shooting and stuff like that. I was like, okay, I'm not getting view- I'm not getting the views I wanted, rather. So I started doing TikToks. Started getting views, and all of a sudden, YouTube was like, oh, we'll give you those views as well. And I was like, okay, cool, but we're going to keep posting on here as much. We're going to go to you uh, on TikTok. TikTok, yeah. or, I'm sorry, like TikTok content creators, like, I don't want to call them like one-trick ponies because that couldn't be further from the truth. The issue for them, though, is they have to figure out where they can create that same content. There right. is nowhere else. Yeah. So yeah. You, you you are a niche within a niche. It's like, yeah, that's TikTok. You can do that there. But can you create static content on Instagram? That means you have to mm-hmm. open up your Instagram to the rest of the world. You have to right. start having conversations with the rest of the world. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. But that's why, yep. for me, I tell people, just be everywhere. Be on Twitter. Be on TikTok. Yeah. Be on YouTube. And just share the content all those places. Share it everywhere. It's not gonna it's not gonna hurt you. Be everywhere. Mm-hmm. My job for a perfect yeah. example. They feel as though like you should just like they should be focusing on older adults. I'm sorry. Yeah, they should be focusing mm-hmm. on older adults that are sixty five and older. I don't wanna be the asshole to tell them like sixty five year olds are on Facebook, yes, but they're on Facebook connecting with their peers. They're not on fucking right. Facebook talking to groups of people. It doesn't work mm-hmm. that way. They're in their right. own silos. You need to be focusing yeah. on the people who eventually will be 65 because if your target audience is people who, and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, they're on a time clock of how long they're going to be here. Like You're not instilling trust. And that works the same right. way with these creatives. Yes, you have an audience on TikTok. Yes. If they fucking pull the plug on Monday and say, you know what? TikTok is banned. You know what everybody's going to do? Start creating accounts everywhere. Yeah. You should have done that day one. You know how many times right. I got deleted? <coughs> Excuse me. I got deleted from TikTok in 2020. And I had so many videos, so much content. And yeah. I shit you not, I couldn't get those videos back. TikTok refused to give me that content back. And mm-hmm. that account name is still there, so I couldn't even create it again. I was like, oh, like, from now on, I'm going to save all my good content in my phone. So I have right. it whenever I make a TikTok, save that video, save that content. That way I can repurpose it on YouTube. I can put it on Instagram. Right. I can put it here. I can put it yep. there. People on TikTok yep. that honestly, they'll tell you every conspiracy theory in the world. Oh, yeah, it's not even that big of a deal. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, you'll see. You shall see. And mm-hmm. when you do, I just want, I want you to know it's, it's not what you think it is at all. Just know you need to be everywhere. When I say everywhere, if it's a social media platform and you are a social media influencer, you are a content creator, wherever you can create content or share your content, your ass better be there. Right. Yep. Yeah. And uh, TikTok actually released a statement via uh, Twitter saying that a U.S. ban on TikTok is a ban on the export of American culture and values to the billion plus people who use our service worldwide. We're disappointed mm-hmm. to see this rushed piece of legislation move forward. Despite its considerable negative impact on the free speech of millions of Americans who use and love TikTok. Now, yep. um, 
the Biden doesn't have the full green light yet. He still needs uh, the sign off from the U.S. Senate. But the fact that this is out there to begin with, I, I think it may I think it may actually happen. I think if you kind of look at mm-hmm. the political landscape of where things are now, mm-hmm. you know, spy balloons getting shot down and, and all of this. Mm-hmm. So yep. I think we're heading there because this is a an app that was created by a Chinese uh, Chinese company. So mm-hmm. it, it's not U.S. owned at all. So it, mm-hmm. it's it, it's very possible that this could happen. Yeah, it's a truth app. It's yeah. basically, I don't say a truth app, but like it's where people are going and finding their truth, things that align with them, right. things that they agree on, that are That's silenced right. everywhere else. So here's the thing: mm-hmm. if you start silencing people and deleting apps where people were allowed to be, you know, quiet in their own silos and in their own little bubbles, you right. know where they're going to go next. To the Twitters, to not Facebook mm-hmm. at all, because people already just don't trust Facebook, but they're going to go to the right. next platform and start talking their shit. And then when you mute them mm-hmm. there, you know what's going to happen? They're going to start the telegrams and these groups and stuff like that. We're going to get back to chat. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. It's going to be really ugly for a lot of people. So mm-hmm. if, if they were smart, they would just simply allow TikTok to do what it's been doing. Be an app that, yeah, they're collecting data, but you know what? America does the same fucking thing. America's just right. mad that it resonates with people because it's based out of China. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But half of the, our export-import is fucking China. So it's like, okay, it's, it's mm-hmm. cool when you do it. It's a problem when everybody else does it. And that's a that's a huge problem in itself. So, right, yeah, we'll, we'll see in a month. If they ban TikTok, I'm telling you, all hell is going to break loose. Tick, like, if TikTok dies, people are going to be like, I'm going to go to YouTube. Can't do that. Can't do it. And the reason why yeah. is YouTube is going to flag, block, drop, mute. Oh, yeah. Somebody's, some smart person is already thinking it up, and they're going to create the next TikTok. They're just waiting for TikTok to be banned in order to do mm-hmm. it. And it'll be somebody U.S.-based. And I, honestly, I hate to be the bear of bad news, but one of the biggest offices for TikTok is in the United States. You think they don't already have TikTok? Like, a version two, just ready, is waiting. Mm, yeah. So, so yeah, it, it just, it's dumb that they're doing it, but you know what? Water's wet, and eventually we're, we're going to see right. them fuck up. <laughs> and I, I honestly cannot fucking wait. I can't wait at all. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, so, so much going on, but yeah, any any final words before we head out? Another yeah, um, another good show for a nice quick rundown. Absolutely. So. Um, my my last little thoughts are um, subscription services. This is my last little thought. Not everything needs to be a subscription, especially in social media. There are other That's ways right. for you to monetize on your platforms, like mm-hmm. give incentives, but don't hide all of the features that brought people to your platform behind a paywall. Twitter is right. attempting to do this. And yes, there are people that are going to buy it. The issue is the way that you go about it is going to scare so many people off. And the last thing mm-hmm. I personally want to see is the demise of people being social because the the beauty in social media <laughs> is it, it allows people to <coughs> excuse me, it allows people to actually have conversations and have those conversations be seen. A lot of the stuff that could have been avoided, has been avoided, has been prevented. A lot of that stuff started and ended on social media. Imagine the knowledge that we have, you know, from like the, you know, the Carolinas, from DC, like the connections you can make from there that you wouldn't have gotten from social media. Like we didn't have a trust in people when it was just, you know, age, sex, L in a chat room on AOL and Instagram. Now you you have a name to a face. You have to be who you are. And yeah, some people still catfish and stuff like that, but the difference is this. If social media goes the way of these streaming services, if that hasn't been any indication, people are going to start scamming. People are going to start stealing. People are going to just mm-hmm. honestly start going into their own bubbles and sharing things. Everything that the government has decided that they don't want us to do anymore, they want to be the no fun police. Guess what? Mm-hmm. People found ways around it. 
They're like, you know what? No more using LimeWire and Kaza and stuff like that. We're going to give you yeah. iTunes. We're going to make people pay $1.99 for everything. You know what people started doing? They started paying, downloading the MP3s, and sharing it to everybody else anyway. Mm-hmm. And then, That's right. You know, yeah. when CDs were $17.99, people were like, yo, I don't want to pay $17 for this. Like, no. Mm-hmm. What if I don't like the project? You can return it and stuff like that. You know, people started stealing that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. don't don't make social media that way because I'm telling you, you don't want people that are racist, xenophobic, homophobic, people who are just overall, like, when I say bad people, like, a lot of people who've done crimes and stuff, they've left a trail on social media. It's good to see who people are through their social media so you can avoid That's those right, people. yeah. We, yeah. we don't want to be in a situation where we don't have social media. And I'm not saying it's judging people, but take things for face value. If somebody, like, if you see Greg on social media talking about black shit, it's because I'm black. Right. It, it, it should be that same thing. Like, if somebody's on social media and talking about they're going to off a person or they're going to do this and that, that and the third to the person, that's documentation right there. Like, you can right. say, oh, yeah. they might be joking and stuff like that, but it's like repeated behavior and it's on social media, which means that they're ballsy enough to put it out there. That's the beauty in social media. I don't know where mm-hmm. we've gotten off to the point where, like, we have to monetize on everything because, honestly, these companies have made so much fucking money when it was free. Now you're trying to make more money. For what? You're cutting, yeah. you're cutting mm-hmm. jobs. You're, you know, cutting locations. You're closing offices. You're giving less features and making people, ch- like, pay for more. It's stupid. So, no. That, that's my final thought. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. And, and I'm And I'm... I'm trying to break out of the whole subscription game myself. It's like I'm looking up and I'm seeing subscriptions for everything. It's yeah. like, nah, nah. This yeah. is gonna about to be a rabbit hole. Let me let me crawl on out while I can. But yep. yeah, that's that's the end of our show. Um, I wanna say in a quick happy women's hit uh women's month really quick. I wanna do that first and then just thank Greg for an, another great show. And uh everybody thank, thank you for tuning well. in. And tune in next week for YBAB Black Techies. Peace, y'all. Peace. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription.